0: Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage, and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com.
1: This episode is sponsored by ShopWorks eCommerce, a global top 10 Shopware enterprise partner Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e commerce.
0: Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 24.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, today we have a special guest, uh, Alexei from Firebird Studio. Uh, Alexei, great to have you here. I don't think a lot of people recognize uh, Firebear, so it would be perfect if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit story behind uh, behind Firebear, uh, what you guys are doing. Uh,
0: yeah, Boris, thank you for having me. My name is Alexei. I'm the product owner for Firebear Studio, uh, a Magenta 2 development company, and starting from the recent years, we're also developing the applications for Shopware and uh, also expanding to Shopify and Big Commerce. We are mostly doing import and export of the e-commerce data, products, orders, etc. And yeah,
1: we, we specialize in importing and exporting data. Exactly. this is what I recognize Firebear always for you, yeah? that you are the the expert for uh, at least how it was with Magento for a nice module that helped many people you know solve a lot of problems with uh, importing exporting the data, especially from CSV files, XML files. So how the whole thing started, yeah, why Firebear, Why import exports you know focus.
0: Uh, the story about the naming of the firebase. I do not actually think that Victor would appreciate me sharing it, but
1: come I on, think... you, can, you can you can share it. Uh, I promise, Victor, we will remove it if you if you come to me and tell me that uh, that it's not not appropriate. <clears throat> so, Alexey, come on, give us the give us some uh, some 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 rumors about the history of the name.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Firebear company started as Victor and Andrei. They were close friends in uh, Ukraine, Donetsk. And uh, the Firebear and the logo, especially uh, if you can look at the logo and see the bear there, yeah. it has an interesting story. Uh, Victor was planning to move to Germany and he had a friend there, Alec. And one... Evening, they were getting wasted at the bar, and they were coming up with the names for the company, and oh. they just screwed the logo okay. on the nap on the napkin <laughs> in one of the German bars. And so, this is pretty much how the company uh, got its name and especially its logo, because I think the name has been uh, has been discussed
1: a bit earlier. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's never a good idea to do it when you're drunk. On the other hand, yeah, it's, it sounds like you know a big story from Silicon Valley when you do it on the napkin, yeah? all the ideas and the great great things came up on the napkin. Yeah, so can you tell us more um, what exactly Firebear is doing? So uh, we are developing
0: the extensions and other applications for the e-commerce. We are focused mainly Currently on Magento 2 and Shopware for Magento 2, we have an extension, improved import and export, which basically allows you to import and export any kind of data to and Mm -hmm. out of Magento. And for Shopware, we are pretty much building the same, but as an application, as a software, as a service, because we want to cover both Shopware on-premise and Shopware cloud. Okay yeah the only way to cover both is to have the application
1: cool very nice and uh uh what from your perspective are uh, the integration challenges of uh, e-commerce now because you yeah, have my experience with the implementation is always a big challenge uh the, the shop itself is a simple part yeah but then you realize you have so many different systems uh so many different sources of data quite often as excel files and so on and so on so uh, how do you see those challenges yeah uh, how how they are changing within the time Well, judging from my experience
0: working with the projects and especially the integration projects, the challenges remain the same. This is data normalization, data modifications, different file formats, and yeah, as you said, different sources. Because uh, many companies, well, actually all the companies have different business flows different types of people who manage things some might manage products at their own stores Uh, others prefer the ERPs or CRM systems for contacting clients so getting all this stuff uh, figured out how everything works for a particular company I think this is the main challenge because for the data modifications we can always use some JSON mappings or like Mm -hmm. custom solutions which would like allow to import the data from one point to another. But with how the business processes are built, this is like uh, the main challenge to identify how the company actually wants to manage the data, how they see it.
1: Yeah, Uh, but this sounds always for me a kind of like Mission Impossible to do it with, you know, out-of-the-box tool uh because it's so unique and it uh every time any customer uh everyone is doing it in a different way even though sometimes it's the same erp system as you mentioned companies have this different different processes different type of data different idea how to run it so uh out of the box solution sounds like uh, mission impossible. Yeah, uh, why, why, or how you how you think that uh, a one solution that will help to to move this data, import this data, exchange this data, it's a good uh, it's a good idea. Well, for us, it has always been uh,
0: several points in building the extensions. First of all, we also wanted to build something uh, with the open code, so okay. our customers would actually get access to the code can would be able to modify it and <clears throat> adjust it to their needs. And with Magento 2 and with Shopware, we are building some sort of a generalized solution. So we are not specializing in a single integration. We are not specializing in integrations with SAP or... Microsoft Dynamics, or something like that. We have had attempts to build like enough out-of-the-box integration for these platforms. But as I was saying, every client and every business has different business flow. So Mm -hmm. integrating everything in a single solution without actually uh, involving our developers in helping to adjust the solution for the customer, it appeared to be impossible. So Instead, we're building the generalized solution which uh, every integrator, every development agency can figure out how to use to achieve their needs. Mm -hmm. So we are providing opportunities for the developers to save time on development and for the development agency to save time on integrations
1: yeah and uh, uh, just to confirm your customer is an agency not the the the, the end and uh, customer the owner of the shop but uh, an agency we are going for both we're okay. actually
0: building the application for both the store owners and for the development agencies
1: okay so so looking from from that experience um what do you identify as a typical, you know, issues that agencies are having, or typical problems that they um, that they uh, that they have? I don't want to use the word with F, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, all the agencies are having this type of, let's call it F issues. Uh, with the integration so what how would you identify like the the typical you know things that you can see that uh, most of the agencies are repeating the same mistake the same uh, the same challenge Uh, so yeah judging
0: from my experience first of all this is legacy data formats and legacy codes which are used by the end consumer of the product and consumer of the integration Legacy systems, uh, no single point of truth, Mm. and frequent data updates. So most of the time when the agency takes the integration project for themselves, they Mm. are working uh, for a single system. For example, they specialize in Magento or they specialize in shopware. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they specialize in building the ERP solutions, but they do not have the expertise to cover both ends of the integration.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, it's always a challenge. If you are an agency or other work with a e-commerce platform, yeah, and if uh, if there is an ERP system on some or some WMS system or, or the management system, you know, so many different systems, then yeah, none of the agency will have a, a good experience uh, and uh, also a team that can handle all this, uh, all these different, um, you know, all this uh, all these different uh, types. And uh, do you see some? patterns uh with within the agency you know behavior something that agencies could change in their approach uh with the with the integration like i don't know some challenges like what i see quite often no one is considering the the performance of the integration is quite often it's like oh whatever we'll exchange data between those two systems and then you have a black friday and the whole system is completely stuck yeah uh because there's too many orders and no one ever thought about. About the uh, the performance and how to approach it, so the so the, the the not only the shop is working and can handle the traffic, but also the the data exchange uh, can follow uh, this type of peak of sales and so on. Uh, do you think is there the, the there is some space for the agencies to to learn something and avoid a typical mistakes? Well, this is sort of a rhetorical question about uh, yeah
0: what are the ones responsibilities when undertaking the project because you always want to hire the developers who are into the integration who are passionate about it who want to learn more and who want to strive for perfection but oftentimes you are stuck with uh, not so good say management where you can get the answer from one side and then you can get the answer from the other side and you have to put all these things together and Pretty much do the integration. And most of the companies, they just tend to outsource some of the development practices they do not have. Uh, They tend to outsource with the companies they are not particularly uh, confident with. And this also involves some implications and additional costs and the
1: projects going highway. Yeah, true yeah true it's always it's always it's always a challenge yeah, especially if you if you mixed up with this integration uh yeah, if you if you do something wrong with the prices yeah if you do something wrong with the stocks uh then then it's always it's always a big uh a big consequence and a big um big issue okay and changing uh, a topic a little bit because you grew up with um, uh, with magento uh you have an experiences with shopware now doing a lot of a lot of things for uh for shopper community for shopware agencies um so how from your pers- perspective shopware differs from magento yeah because we we, we always talk about agencies uh, not the technology providers or some third-party solution providers how do you see those two systems yeah uh, mm, uh, ba- based on all the experiences you have
0: <clears throat> well The Shopware team actually struck me because uh, the last year we have had calls with Shopware management and they were really open about what they want to achieve and what they want us to do as the extension developer, as the Mm -hmm. company who understands what uh, the store owners need, what the extension developers need, what the development agencies need in terms of import and export. I really love how the Shopware community is open, how the management team is open. So for me, as a person who saw the rise of Magento 2, Magento Marketplace, and all their promises, how mm-hmm. it is not going to be another Magento Connect and other stuff. Uh, for me, shopware is something, tries to be what Magento failed to be in terms okay. of open source and in terms of the management and relationship with the community.
1: Okay, that's, I think that's a strong, strong uh, words. yeah? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have that. had, yeah, lots of calls with Magento.
0: I have had lots of emails with Magento, uh, especially Magento Marketplace team, Magento Connect team. I have had lots of experience with uh, Magento support and Shopware support just head above them mm-hmm. in every aspect so far
1: okay yeah it's it's good yeah i know i know this is this is an interesting experience here because you 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 work with both of the um, uh, the teams uh like magenta and Shopper, so you can see the See the difference and uh, and have it from the first, uh, you know, from the first uh, first line. So so looking at the Firebird, let's say if I'm a shopware um, agency, how Firebird could help me uh, with my project, what what I could improve uh, by using Firebird for some of the some of the integrations. Uh, do you want me to go into the details of shopware and some mm-hmm. problems
0: I see with it and how we are solving Perfect.
1: them? Yeah. True. Exactly. Yeah we we love to we love to go deep to the to the issue. <clears throat> we are we are also independent. So uh, none of the platform is perfect. If you if you solve some of these challenges, will be great to hear those challenges. Well, when first building the application, what we saw
0: and we saw this as a challenge inside the shopware. Uh, inside the shopware entities such as products, customers, orders, etc everything inside the system, inside the shopware, uses internal IDs for Mm -hmm. for identification. And because of this, if you do not know this ID, which is never mentioned inside the shopware backend or inside shopware admin panel, you cannot do anything with the Mm -hmm. entity. So for example, uh, if we're talking about the products with variants inside shopware, you cannot tie a variant to a product uh, without knowing the id of the product yep true. you're tying the variant to. so what the first thing that we try to do is we try to get rid of the product ids uh, get rid of the customer ids instead use uh, email as a unique customer identifier and product number as uh, as a product sq as a unique product mm-hmm. identifier and in the recent update of our application, we have actually managed to tie product variants to parent products using the product number. So what you actually get when you're exporting products, you get the variant product number. And when you're importing products, you can tie the new variants using the product number. Mm-hmm. This like allows for a streamlined import of the products instead of going back and forth with Shopware trying to get the IDs of the products.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not a developer, but it's a kind of like heavy integration in the, you know, in the the whole, let's say, logic of the the system. So after after such uh, such change, uh, how the system behaves? Uh, does it does it uh, influence any other um, modules or 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 you know or or parts of uh, shopware system? Uh, this is actually a good part because we're not making
0: modifications on the Shopware side. We are making the modifications on our side because we're communicating with Shopware using the API. So mm-hmm. we do all the mappings on our side and we, we do not change the code of the Shopware. It's uh, crystal clear uh, from okay. the point of where you install the Shopware and how you are using it with the application
1: okay okay clear uh good uh and uh, yeah if you work on the integrations uh one of the shopware architecture approach uh is uh being an api first app uh what does it mean how does it help um in in your case in uh with the tool that helps with the integrations
0: well for us as the application and the extension developer it opened the road to subscription as a service business model mm-hmm. because yeah, we get benefits from it because shopware actually uses their API and it actually it is actually working for us because okay. we do not need to build the custom solutions. We can just clearly communicate with the shopware using API and uh. As a little bit of an off topic, when we were uh, building the application for Sharpware, mm-hmm. we have involved the developers who were working with Magento 2 on the extensions. And when they moved to Sharpware, when they started working uh, with the application, they were happy. They do not have to get back to Magento 2 anymore yeah. because of how it actually works because you do not need to reinvate, reinvent the bicycles and all this stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Uh, and also looking on shopware, something that you mentioned at the beginning, yeah, um, shopware right now, goes Cloud uh, uh, has two to offers. Yeah, it's possible to have uh, to have on-prem self-hosted solution as well as uh, cloud slash SaaS um, environment. Uh, so, how do you see this change, uh, and uh, how do you find it? Yeah, because it's also a huge change for um, not only shopware, not agencies, customers, but first of all, you know, all the technology providers. Yeah, that it's a, it's not it's not anymore the module that you install, but a completely new architecture that you need to handle. Well.
0: Uh... If we are talking actually from the client's perspective, because I think if we're talking about the client first, this may raise some concerns for the B2B clients, for the whole companies because of how secure the cloud will be and how secure the applications for Shopware will be. Because Mm -hmm. uh, if we are talking from the project perspective and integration project perspective, uh, many of the customers that I have actually talked with they were concerned with the open code of the solution and Mm -hmm. that they can have their security specialists check it uh, and that they get full control over their data. So, Mm -hmm. for example, I do not think that for big businesses or for some of the huge companies going full cloud will be an option because they will not be fully responsible for for their data how it mm-hmm. is secured uh, from this point i think that going full cloud may not be the best option but mm-hmm.
1: this is And, and don't yeah. you think that this is just a matter of um uh, you know some experiences, because uh, yeah, of course, if you look at uh, if you look at the on the security guys, IT guys, uh, they're like, oh my god, there's uh, data. Yeah, we're in Europe. There is GDPR uh, and uh, and a lot of challenges uh, that you need to handle the data. And suddenly, it's uh, somewhere in the cloud. Uh, hard to mention. Hard to say on the other hand if you look at uh, at least what i see from some experiences that uh, a lot of it guys security guys try uh, uh, starts to understand it yeah and it's uh, uh, we have an experiences of very large companies that you would never say that yeah they could go cloud. Uh, some of them are like medical companies where they really keep very, very valuable data. That they slowly, slowly learn yeah and uh, and see that uh, cloud doesn't hurt. Uh, that it is, uh, it is also an option. Um, and I, I agree. Yeah, uh, it might be a question of security, but on the other hand, uh, if you keep uh, self-hosted on-prem solution you also have security challenges yeah you need to really be very good in uh in providing security
0: yeah and it is actually quite easier to blame some third party company for your security that's true yeah <laughs> uh, if
1: you are a manager then you can say yeah pff, whatever this is not us this is this is the the uh the vendor yeah? and he's responsible for this big issue with the data that we have just lost yes of course that's uh that's also that's also a, a positive thing of uh, of uh, cloud SaaS then you are pushing the risk and the responsibility somewhere uh, else somewhere outside.
0: Yeah, and actually for the development agencies and for the integrators, I think going full cloud is actually beneficial because there will be no involvement in the code of the shopware itself. You will have to build the solution using the beautiful API that Shopware provides. So this is a benefit for the development agencies and for the system integrators because mm-hmm. every integration will be cloud-based and this will get rid of a lot of issues with mm-hmm. the legacy software because every integration will be integration built anew and it will be working like the system should work in 2022
1: yeah that's 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 the beautiful promise and what about customizations yeah how, how do you how do you find um if you talk to agencies um to understand that okay but what if we need to customize something because customer will have a unique process unique data unique uh, need that they uh, that they have around it
0: well there's also a benefit because with magento 2 you saw some atrocities like uh, turning magento 2 into a marketplace where every vendor could upload their wares using Mm -hmm. the customer account and some stuff like this where the core code has been customized to the point where you will have issues installing a simple extension yeah. Because all the databases were overwritten and all the endpoints were overwritten.
1: Uh yeah, that's true. That's the that's the other that's the other point. And how do you how do you find agencies adoption? Yeah, because you probably talk to way more agencies that i i do on a daily basis yeah how they find this idea yeah that uh, okay they would like to go with firebear and uh, suddenly they hear okay no uh, on-prem uh, module uh this is going to be just uh, just uh, a service yeah um used how this adoption looks like from from your perspective are agencies ready for for it or it's a huge uh, amount of education that needs to happen Yeah, I think there is a part of education that
0: needs to happen because uh, Sharpware does not want to differentiate between on-prem and cloud solutions, especially Mm -hmm. from the development agencies. They want every solution at the Sharpware store named application. They do not want to differentiate whether it is a plugin or it is an application. Because, Mm -hmm. for example... We cannot offer a one-time purchase of our application because it is, first of all, cloud-based, and second of all, shopware doesn't allow it. And we have had some feedback, yeah, that uh, give us a one-time price. How much do we need to pay for your solution so we do not have to stick with SaaS? So there is a part of education needs to be done on the shopware side, I think.
1: Yes, true. I mean, it's not only on Shopware site; it's more in the community um, to really, to really understand it uh what are the benefits uh, and also to understand it you know some development patterns uh, development uh, um, experiences that all of agencies uh, had for many years yeah that they they need to change they need to do it a little bit different because the the market um, you know the market the market is uh, is changing and what about you do you do you like it you believe in this cloud sas uh, direction well, I want, to, I
0: want to believe because for me, the cloud yeah. SaaS, this is like an app store for an iPhone where you download mm-hmm. an application and every single person around the world who is using the same application has the same application which actually works the same. This should actually drive the code quality for the mm-hmm. applications for Sharpware to the new level. Because with Magento, you could compromise on the code for the extensions and could compromise on some solutions that you implement and for some features. Mm -hmm. But now with uh, uh, Sharpware going full cloud, you have to provide for the application. You have to make sure that it doesn't have much bugs because you Mm -hmm. cannot just hotfix something. Mm -hmm. You need to
1: provide with every new version yeah so do you think uh what will what would be the consequences for the long term uh with this cloud sus approach uh we'll have a better quality less uh less bugs less issues uh you know from developers who are just okay let me just fix it on the production yeah i will just add yeah. this once more one line and uh yeah we'll be we'll be uh we'll be everything will be will be okay We overall will we get a better Better quality of shops, less bugs, less issues, uh, because the whole environment will um, will will have a completely different expectation of the delivery or the way it's been delivered. I think, yeah, I I hope so at least
0: because everything should be done proper now. You mm-hmm. cannot do the half measures, yeah, because yeah. you are cloud based, yeah. And what you said, just the plan fixes on production. This will not work.
1: Yeah, of course it will. I mean, you don't have access to production. In yeah, the they call it uh, uh, an old way. Yeah, you don't have access to server. Uh, so you you cannot really do this type of uh, this type of uh, hot fixes. Uh, um which usually generated a lot of problems during during the long term um, long term uh you know um activities and uh, do you think uh, because I, as i understood this is the uh, for the shop where one is the um the one you go with cloud with sas what about the other platforms do you have a plans also to rebuild it uh, and uh, and offer this as a as a cloud sas solution
0: uh, for Magento, no. I think we're sticking with the one-time purchase model. But for mm. Shopify and for the big commerce, we are,
1: we will be going for SaaS. Yes. Okay. Okay. Of course, true. It's like if if Shopify is SaaS and big commerce is SaaS, then it's hard to to have whatever other option, other option to deliver mm, to deliver the solution. Cool. So very, 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 you know, very, very interesting, very interesting discussion. Yeah. Usually at the end we've got some some additional questions. Uh, uh, since I'm very much into the cars, uh, and I always try, love to talk with uh, with the people who are interviewed about the cars. Uh, so can you tell me more about what what kind of car you're driving uh, and how do you what kind of cars you like? I'm actually driving a motorcycle so <laughs> i'm well, not a guy <laughs> <laughs> but you're driving you're driving a motorcycle all year uh what about the winter time when there is snow and uh, uh it's uh raining and it's really cold yeah uh, of course you can have a great gear um but still it's uh it's kind of uh risky thing uh or unusual thing that you see people on motorcycle when it's snowing <laughs> yeah so in winter i walk
0: i walk by feet this somehow uh occurred to me that i do not actually need a car because i uh i'm renting an office place which i which takes me like 20 minutes walk from home okay. and yeah uh in the summer yeah the motorcycle is nice but well, in the winter i think yeah going yeah
1: feet. yeah that's that's nice if you have it so close so what what uh, what motorcycle you're riding I'm actually riding an old one, uh, the the legacy bike, <laughs> if okay. I can name it.
0: It is Yamaha SR four hundred.
1: Okay, I don't I don't know it. I need to check later the, the, later This online. is this is a pretty much a cafe racer. Okay, then then cool. Yeah, they look they look super nice. Yeah, uh, and uh, and really 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 trendy. Yeah, and it actually has only a Kickstarter, so okay. it does not have uh, an ignition. Like- button an, an ignition button yeah so it's you you make a lot of attention yeah if you if you <laughs> if it's not if it doesn't want to start yeah and you and you do it again and again and again and again yeah yeah nice that's working. yeah cool that's, this is how it works yeah cool alexei thank you very much for your uh for your time uh yeah i keep my finger crossed it's good that you guys go also with uh, with cloud Sus because that that will also help to um you know to educate the the community uh, it's a huge challenge for the community right now for shopper community to 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 change the approach and understand how to, uh, how you know cloud SaaS works and how to deliver the projects uh, when you don't really have an access so you know having uh, third-party solutions also going this direction i think that will that will help to um to switch it so great thank you for your time and uh, i hope that everyone who was listening you enjoyed it and uh till till next episode yeah thank you for having me if you like this episode, please share and give us stars on Spotify or Apple podcast. It helps to grow the community. Subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode of Shopware Unplugged.
0: Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonote, Modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonote empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonote.com.
1: This episode is sponsored by ShopWorks Ecommerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.